You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the official podcast of the Milwaukee Brewers. Swing and a fly to right and deep. Get up! Get up! Get out of here and gone! For Eric Thames, and he strikes again. This is Brewers on Tap. Jamie's wheels and deals struck him out swinging. Now it's time to tap the keg with Lane Grindle. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 82 of Brewers on Tap. I'm Lane Grindle, your host, and happy days continuing for the Milwaukee Brewers as they continue to play really good baseball, sitting at 22-18 and 18 overall, four games above 500, and currently just a half game back of the St. Louis Cardinals, in the NL Central. It's been a revolving door of heroes over the past week, a week that's seen Ryan Braun go on the 10-day DL, Eric Thames deal with sickness, Travis Shaw get hurt, and all the while, the Brewers continuing to put up big numbers on offense. It's been the first inning that's blessed the Brewers all year long, 42 runs scored now in the first inning in just 40 games. It's pretty remarkable. The crew has gone 4-2 since we last talked, and they wrapped up a 5-1 homestand this past weekend by sweeping the Mets, thanks in part in Game 1 to Orlando Arcia. 3.30 with three home runs, swinging a drive to right center, way back. Get up! Get out of here and gone for Orlando Arcia. And the Brewers add one more on a pinch hit home run by Arcia and Terry Collins is making a move. And in game two, it was Travis Shaw's turn to do the damage. Swing and a drive to right and deep. Get up. Get yes. out of here. Gone. Travis Shaw has just hit a three-run shot out of here. And the Brewers add on against New York. And in Game 3, the Mets raced out to a big 7-1 lead, but the Brewers kept chipping away. They got into that Mets bullpen, which has been struggling, and they would come from behind. And it was Manny Pena's Mother's Day gift that got the headlines. Ready again, Reed. Here it is. Pena sends it to left, way back. Get up! The crew has split the first two games of the series in San Diego, losing a game in 10 innings on Monday night. It was a heartbreaking loss, but they bounced back with a 6-2 win on Tuesday. And Eric Sogard, who we're going to talk to a little bit later on in the podcast, was a perfect 4-4 at the plate in that contest. The crew, again, sits at 22-18 overall, playing very good baseball right now. Okay, let's check the numbers. 
Let's crunch the numbers in Sabermetrics 101. Well, today in Sabermetrics 101, we're going to look at Keon Broxton and look at his future and what you might expect in terms of his numbers moving forward and his impact on the Brewers' offense as he continues to get more ingrained, more comfortable at the major league level. We forget sometimes that these guys are young guys, less than 500 plate appearances for Keon Broxton in his major league baseball career. So there is a ton of development left in the Brewers' center fielder. And as these things develop, he should become an even more dynamic piece in this lineup. So let's take a look at some of the numbers and why you should be excited about Keon Broxton. Let's look at his BABIP, which is his batting average on balls in play. He is hitting a team-best 406 on the balls that he puts in play. Now, you would think Eric Thames might be leading the team in that regard, but he's hitting 342 on balls in play. Jesus Aguilar is hitting in the 390s on the balls that he puts in play. So Keon Broxton, 406 average on balls that he puts in play. It's very, very good. And so you can deduce this as Broxton continues to get more at-bats. Remember, again, he has less than 500 bats. In fact, he has less than 400 at-bats at the major league level in his career and a lot of development in front of him. He should cut down on his strikeout rate. And right now, he leads the team in strikeout percentage. He's striking out 37.3% of the time. So you look at his batting average balls in play at 406, and you say if he could cut his strikeout percentage in half and keep the BABIP where it is, this guy could be putting up unbelievable numbers. And as a young player, you expect the strikeout rate to decrease as time goes forward. So if he cuts down on the strikeout rate, He'll put more balls in play, which means his numbers could skyrocket when you apply that BABIP. Very encouraging stuff for Keon Broxton. We've already told you about his exit velocity and how he ranks consistently amongst the top players in Major League Baseball in average exit velocity. And that really comes back to the numbers we're talking about, the 406 batting average on balls in play. All right, let's get into the clubhouse. Uh, I don't consider myself a platoon player right now. I'm still early in my career. I feel like I'm an everyday player. and uh, in 2015, when I got the opportunity to hit against lefties, I did a pretty good job. It's different for everyone. Um, I think every every hitter has their own plan. But whatever your strong suit is, that should be uh, your plan. But once I got up, I, it was a little bit of a mentality. It, was, uh, it wasn't pitching to my strengths. It was trying to pitch to the hitter's weaknesses. And that's where guys get caught up in uh, trying to do too much. Now for the Clubhouse Conversation. It's been fun to see the development of young Orlando Arcia so far in 2017. Coming back after two months at the big league level last year, Arcia is a better defender, and he has been better at the plate. The batting average may not be where he wants it to eventually to get to, but he's certainly come up with some big hits this year and looked more comfortable at the plate over the course of the year. I had a chance to sit down with him on Monday in San Diego and talk to him about being back at the place where his big league career began. I'm joined by Brewers shortstop Orlando Arcia and Brewers interpreter Carlos Brizuela is with us as well. Um, first off, Orlando, last year you get called up and you make your debut here in San Diego. It was in August. So how does this bring back some of those feelings and emotions for you? 
que el año pasado sí estuve vivo aquí, que cómo esto, que si esto te trae recuerdos o, o emociones de ese día. Claro, fue el primer día mío en Grandes Ligas, fue aquí, me andaba bastante contento de volver a estar aquí y a por lo menos a dar un hit aquí, que fueron de 4-0 que fue mi primer día aquí. Yeah, it's uh, very happy. You know, it's uh, my first game in the big leagues. It was a dream come true, and now uh, always brings emotions coming back. And now, hopefully, uh, I can get a hit this time around since I was 0 for 4 that last time I was here. How have you settled in from a year ago, having an off season, and now being a part of this thing from the start? How have you been able to settle in at the plate and and enjoy a little bit more success and be more comfortable? ¿Cómo has hecho para estar aquí comparado el año pasado? Este año estás aquí desde el principio. ¿Cómo te sientes no solo en el bate, en el campo, con todo, la diferencia del año pasado con este año? Tra trabajando todos los días, trabajando todos los días para mejorar en, el, en lo que falta y desde que empecé aquí en Grandes Ligas, cogiendo consejos de todos aquí para ser el, un mejor pelotero el día de mañana. Yeah, just been uh, trying to learn as much as I can from the beginning, just doing what I can to learn every day, get better as a player and just trying to get a little more confident, just become a better player, learning or whatever it takes, and just try and improve myself every day. And I think that's, that's the day from coming in. Have you felt like you and Jonathan have gotten more comfortable up the middle as the season's gone along defensively, where your chemistry's gotten better and better? Se siente que tú y Villa se están sintiendo más cómodos en el medio según va pasando la temporada. ¿Cómo crees que eso ha mejorado durante el año? Sí, de verdad que me siento... Con Villar ahí me siento seguro para hacer los doble play, ¿no? que siempre está hablando, nunca está callado ahí, siempre está dándole ánimo a cualquiera ahí en el terreno, y de verdad que eso, eso le gusta a cualquier pelotero. Yeah, we feel comfortable with each other. I feel very comfortable up in the middle with him turning double plays. He's a, he's a good player as well, and he's helped me a lot, and, he, and he's always talking. He never, he never shuts up in the, out on the field. I always had a lot of energy and emotion. It just makes it gives you more energy too when you're playing out there with him. It makes it fun. Was yesterday's game one of the more memorable ones for you since you've been a part of the crew? Que ese juego ayer ha sido uno de los más emocionantes y más que los que más te vas a recordar desde que estás aquí. Sí. Yeah. Is it the most? ¿Qué más? Yeah. The answer was yes. Uh, what feelings did you have for Manny Pena, a guy that uh, you're very close with when he delivered with the big home run in the eighth? De, de cómo te sentiste tú por piña cuando, cuando, cuando metió ese honrón en el octavo. Bueno, todos estábamos contentos. <laughs> fue el que para voltear el, el, el encuentro. La verdad es que todos lo, lo, lo gozamos. Fue todos en el duelo lo, lo gozamos. Yeah, I was very, very happy. Obviously, it was a big home run. Uh, it was the one to turn the game around, to take the lead. And, uh, we were all just happy. We, we really we enjoyed it quite a bit in the dugout. We, we, we had a lot of fun with it. Orlando, defensively, you make so many plays that make people really, you know, makes their jaws drop at times with the, your range and your, your balance and your arm strength. What do you think is your number one strength defensively that, that separates you from others? Que tu defensa es lo que te conoce, pues, hace la jugada fácil, hace tremenda jugada. Que tú personalmente, ¿qué crees que es tu mejor parte de tu defensa, de tu juego? No, de verdad que siempre estoy enfocado para llegarle cualquier rolling, a hacer cualquiera jugada para ayudar al pitcher en, en lo que se pueda ahí. To the truth, I'm just focused on trying to get to every ball that's hit my, anywhere close to me and just trying to help the pitcher, trying to get an out. So anything that's hit near me, I'm just trying to make the play. Orlando, we appreciate it. Thank you.
Thank you. Good to catch up with Orlando Arce and our thanks to Carlos Brizuela, Brewers interpreter, for helping us out with that interview. Another guy that's playing the middle infield, some playing third base, really all over the field, is newcomer Eric Sogard, the former Oakland A and former San Diego Padre. Sogard has been a nice addition to the crew over the last week. He has made his presence felt. He's now 6-for-8 at the plate so far since getting the call up, including a 4-for-4 performance on Tuesday night. And Before he went out and did that, I got a chance to sit down with him. Brewers utility man Eric Sogard just up recently, but boy, you've had an impact already. And of course, last night looked like you had maybe the game winner. It was the go-ahead home run in that tenth inning. Uh, things didn't shake out the way the crew wanted, obviously, in the bottom of the tenth inning. But uh, you have two home runs already in a very short time here at the Brewers, and you had eight career home runs coming into this latest stint. What's uh, what's been the key to you being able to see the baseball so well so far? No, I'm just happy to be back out on the field after missing a full year last year. Um, obviously, after a major surgery like that, you never know what the future holds. But you know, I'm just uh, having fun out there. Obviously, I think I got to give some credit to the knee as well, being able to uh, use my backside a little more through my swing and giving me a little more power. But you know, I'm not a not a home run hitter, but you know, I'll pop some here and there. I'm just trying to get up there, make good contact, and hit the ball on the line. Your versatility is one of the things that makes you very valuable to this organization. Something that Craig Council certainly has valued, uh, not just this year with you, but last year with Aaron Perez as well. How much do you pride yourself on on being able to move around the field and and be a versatile guy? A lot. I mean, obviously, um, that's kind of one thing that drew me to the Brewers and the National League is. You know, obviously having that versatility to play anywhere and a manager like Council who, who did that himself as a player throughout his career, um, just to kind of be able to use myself kind of how he was used throughout his career, something that I've, you know, looked forward to for sure. Eric Sogard is our guest here from Petco Park. Uh, last night, uh, in all of the craziness of what happened in the 10th inning, your wife took a, a very adorable video of your daughter, Sadie, um, having a difficult time with the conclusion of the game. It kind of went big today. It was viral. Everybody was picking it up, and it was floating around on social media. Were you, were you surprised at the reaction that it's gotten? A little bit, yeah. No, my wife showed me the video last night, and I was just loving it. I mean, she's such a smart little girl, three years old, but, you know, she she's learning the game and kind of trying to follow. So, you know, it's just neat to see her um, <laughs> caring so much about it. So I know uh, a lot of people in the clubhouse have been mentioning it so far today. It's just uh, neat to see, no doubt. She's locked in. She knew what happened, and she was disappointed in the outcome. It's important to not like losing, and, and certainly she doesn't like to lose. But um, hey, your wife handled it well, too. You can tell she's a baseball wife. She she had the right terms. That's just baseball. There's no crying in baseball. She she had all the all the kind of the, the cliches down. Absolutely. No, she grew up playing softball and uh, played at Arizona State where we met. So she uh, it's definitely in her blood as well, and she knows the game well. And, you know, it's, um, it's kind of neat to see the little ones following yeah. as well. You talked about being drawn to Milwaukee because of your versatility and the way that they use players, especially being in the National League. How much did Pat Murphy have to do with that also? You clearly have a ton of familiarity with him from your time at Arizona State. Right, obviously that comfort of uh, knowing Murph and my past in the college and, and having him here, you know, um, it's it's nice to have that for sure. I mean, he, he knows how to come to me, talk to me, whether I'm struggling or going well, and he knows how to kind of 
get the most out of me. So that was definitely one thing that helped me get over here too. You were in camp for big league spring training, so you were around all of these guys for a good month, a little bit extended this year with the World Baseball Classic. Did that help you when you got the call to, to fit right into this clubhouse immediately? Absolutely. I mean, these guys brought me in with open arms throughout spring training, so it was a very comfortable move for me. Um, it's, it's certainly a special team the way our uh, team chemistry is, you know, close group of guys. We fight hard every single last out we have, so I think it's going to be exciting a team to watch uh, the rest of the season. The game on Sunday, was that kind of this team in a nutshell in, in terms of the way they don't quit and, and also have fun playing the game? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that's it, and we did it last night too. We continued to battle. We took the lead and unfortunately weren't able to hold it, but, you know, we're going to continue to fight anytime we have an out. Eric, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, time to take a look at the future of the crew. <laughs> Checking in on the farm. Well, the Colorado Springs Sky Sox lost a couple of games this week, but got back on the winning track on Tuesday night with a 15 to 11 slugfest win over El Paso. They're now 22 and 12 on the year, and they sit in first place in the American Northern Division of the Pacific Coast League. Brett Phillips on Tuesday night, he was pretty good. Two home runs and a triple. Phillips is now hitting. 306 on the year. The Sky Sox getting some good performances still out of Ryan Cordell. Lewis Brinson has been very good. Kyle Wren is hitting it very well. They did see Garrett Cooper go to the DL, which is too bad because Garrett Cooper having a big time year at first base as well for the Sky Sox. They continue to play good baseball, and a handful of those guys starting to knock on the door of the big league club as well. In Double A Biloxi, the Shockers are playing maybe the best baseball in the organization right now. They are now 20-19 and 19 after their win on Tuesday. Luis Ortiz, one of the top pitching prospects in the Brewers organization, threw five no-hit innings, gave up three walks, and struck out six in the effort. The Shuckers also getting some tremendous performances right now out of shortstop Mauricio Dubon, who leads the Southern League in hits. His average is now up over 300. He also leads the entire organization in stolen bases, Dubon is going to be one of the top prospects in the Brewers organization over the next couple of years. Also playing much better baseball, the Class A advanced Carolina Mudcats. Just a couple of weeks ago, they were looking way up in the Southern Division standings, and they were a ways away from 500. Now they are 500 with a win on Tuesday over down east, and it has been the Jake Gatewood show all year long. You heard us talking about him. He had a 23-game hitting streak snapped earlier this week, but uh, all the same, the Mudcats playing very good baseball. Corey Ray starting to get it going a little bit for the Mudcats as well. And in Class A Wisconsin, they now sit at 17-18 and 18 on the year. Mario Feliciano is playing great baseball, both behind the plate and at the plate. He's hitting over 300 as just an 18-year-old in Class A. Mario... Uh... 18 years old and already in Class A. When you showed up for spring training, did you think there was a chance you were going to go out right away and, and be in Class A, or did you think you might be in extended spring training for a while waiting for an assignment? Eh, que 18 años, hola. Cuando llegaste en spring training, ¿tú pensabas que que vas a venir a jugar Class A de una vez? Eso o pensabas que te ibas a que extiende? ¿Qué tú pensabas que iba a pasar después de spring training? No, no, yo durante los seasons yo trabajé fuerte, 
para eso, para no quedarme en la extended, ya que muchas personas, amigos, otros peloteros me hayan dicho que no es lo mejor. Y nada, yo simplemente llegué más temprano de lo que, ¿sabes? De lo que usualmente es. Para eso, para trabajar fuerte y demostrarle a ellos que yo podía estar aquí. Uh, he just he worked really hard in the offseason, you know, like to get ready for spring training and prove them that he could actually like play in this level, you know, like so so he didn't have to stay in extended because he had heard that it it's not very good, so he wanted to get out of there, you know. Calling the game, um, you know, how much of that did you do before you became a professional last year? And is that one of the bigger challenges for you, learning how to pitch sequence and, and work with the pitcher on how you want to attack a, a, a specific banner? That was a Obviamente el otro, el otro equipo, los otros bateadores tienen para batear. Y obviamente uno como catcher, uno no quiere que, que le den a sus pitchers. Pues todavía estoy trabajando en eso, en llevar el juego y leerlo un poco más. He says he's still working on that, you know, it's a, it's a work in progress, you know. Like, uh, he knows he's got to, like, keep working on that and, like, getting to know his pitchers and all that, so. Charlie Green's here today. That's somebody that yeah, I'm sure you work a lot with, uh, a ton in the spring. And have you been able to learn a lot from him? Has he been a good influence for you? Que, como tú sabes, Charlie Green está aquí ahora mismo. Entonces él quiere saber si ha sido una gran influencia para ti, si has aprendido mucho de él. Sí, sí, él me ha ayudado en todo, en lo que es la seguir trabajando fuerte, escucharlo, este. He says he's helping and he's helped him like a lot, like in every facet of the game. Like he's been like his mentor so far, you know. You were known as being kind of an offensive catcher coming out of Puerto Rico, and now we just talked about you working on the defensive side of things. But Matt Erickson just told me he thinks you might have the best two-strike approach of anybody on the team. Is that something you take great pride in? Of, of making sure that you're tough out at the plate. Que si ser, ser un out difícil en, en el plato, que si eso es algo como que tú como que tú de verdad quieres ser un un out sí. difícil en el plato, tú sabes, con dos strikes, Mari le dijo que tú como que tú eras uno de los mejores two strike approach que, que él había visto en su en su carrera y eso. Sí, sí. Este yo tengo mejor approach en dos strikes cuando me gusta ese approach, cuando extrae me gusta más que, que cualquier otro, que 3 y 0, 3 y 1. Me siento más cómodo ahí. He says he feels like really comfortable like, with, with two strikes, like he says he actually acts it better, <laughs> like, which is ironic, you know, but, but he says he does, yeah. How have you enjoyed the weather? Uh, this is probably your first real experience with this kind of cold weather. It doesn't seem like it slowed you down at the plate. Has it been an adjustment? Que se ha sido un gran ajuste. Sabe el clima y eso, la temperatura. ¿Qué, qué, ¿Qué tú puedes decir sobre eso? Como todo, las primeras, la, puedo decir que los primeros juegos me costó, pues algo nuevo como todo. Pero después eh, uno entra a jugar y uno no, si uno no piensa en eso, todas las cosas salen como si estuviera caliente, como si no estuviera en su, en su clima. It, like, it, it was kind of tough, first couple games, you know. 
but like he's getting kind of used to it and all that. But like after you're out there, like you like you even forget about the about the weather and all that. And it's all about competing. You know? How about working with different pitchers? Have, have you gotten more comfortable with some guys than others? Have, have some of the pitchers given you their own feedback? Has that been kind of a fun experience? ¿Cómo ha sido la experiencia esa de, de trabajar con diferentes pitches? Que si hay un pitcher que, que, que como que te ha gustado más trabajar más con él o, o que, con, que con nosotros y eso. Que le cuente un poquito sobre eso. Sí, sí. Este, hasta ahora pues, con todos me siento cómodo. O sea, nos hablamos antes y después del juego sobre lo, lo, los conteos, lo, lo que yo llamé y eso durante inning también y, y no se me ha hecho difícil pues porque como en el sprint training estuve trabajando con muchos de ellos pues saben más aquí día tras día los bullpen uno los va conociendo y mientras más rápido mucho mejor is this a work with a lot of them like during sprint training so like he hasn't been too hard like adjusting to them you know like he kind of knows a lot of them but he like he keeps the communication going like before and after the games you know like like You, you think we could have done better like in this situation, like in a different pitch or something, you know? Okay, what's coming up? Here's what's on tap. Well, the Brewers will finish up this road trip, uh, two more games in San Diego, and then a three-game series in Chicago at Wrigley Field against the Cubs. And then an off day Monday before next week, starting up a nice homestand. It'll be two games against the Blue Jays and then four games against the Arizona Diamondbacks. And those Diamondbacks games are going to be featuring some cool promotions as next Friday night, the 26th. It's a free shirt Friday, three-quarter length baseball tee. It's very cool. It's got the barrel man on the front. You're going to like that one. And also, of course, the big one is Sunday, May 28th. That's Robin Yount Bobblehead Day. And it's going to be Robin on the dirt bike, recreating the AL Championship celebration just after losing to the Cardinals in the 82 World Series. And Robin rode that dirt bike out onto the field at County Stadium to the roar of approval from the Brewers fans. So that's going to be really cool. That's Sunday, May 28th against the Diamondbacks. It's also a Kids Eat Free Sunday, so uh, make sure you bring the family out. Kids can run the bases when that game's over as well. Should be a lot of fun. We hope to see you out at Miller Park during the next homestand. That's going to do it for us and this week's edition of Brewers on Tap. Episode number 82 is in the books. We'll talk to you next week from Miller Park for episode number 83. I'm Lane Grindle. Have a great week, everyone. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazon's 
of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. 